Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 175 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Melanie Bells. Melanie lives in Toronto, where she is a retired dental hygienist and also a holistic nutritionist. Welcome, Melanie. Welcome. So nice to be here. Nice to be here. And it is your birthday. So happy birthday. We are now the same age. Yes, we are. 1969 was a great year to be born, right? It was definitely a great year. And I'll just tell you, the reason why I chose to record this podcast today is because intermittent fasting has had like such a huge impact on my life and I feel so good about it. And it's like, why not celebrate it? today on the day that I'm celebrating me because it's made such a change in my life. So that's been amazing. So that's why I'm doing it today on my birthday. Well, I love that. That is a great reason to record. And so you're also a Leo. 
I am. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, we're recording this in August. So for anyone who's confused, because this episode actually comes on, on out on Thanksgiving, well, American Thanksgiving Day. You right. have a different Thanksgiving we Day. We do. We do. But it'll yeah. be Thanksgiving in the U.S. when this comes out, but we're celebra- We're recording this in August. So two 52-year-old Leos. This is going to be a great conversation. I, I think so. I think it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and we're both recording from little cottages. I'm at my beach cottage. Yeah, and, you're- and I'm up in the lake up north, uh, north of Toronto. And it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. I see you have on like a long sleeve shirt though. You know what? It's a little cool this morning. Yeah. And if I tell you the temperature, you'll probably say what? Because it's going to be in Celsius, but it's a little cool. It's it's eleven degrees, which that is-, is cool. Yes, I I just for what for some reason when I was when I was young, I know that sixteen is sixty one. Right. <laughs> I like the bank flashed the, the temperature, and it would be sixteen sixty one. I'm like, okay. So yeah. in my head, I know that sixteen 60. Celsius is sixty one Fahrenheit. So eleven is cold. You're right. Yeah, and it's going to get up to about seventy five today. So. Okay, not 75 Celsius, but no, 75, yes, 75 Fahrenheit. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, well, that'll be a nice day, yeah. nice and cool. I know it's hot here at the beach. The breeze, it's so funny when we're here over the different times of the year. In April, the sea breeze is freezing, yeah, and you have to put on a robe and a sweatshirt in the morning. Mm. And this morning, I'm out there. This is the first time I've been on the this porch in August and the breeze is hot. Oh, <laughs> so okay. The sea is now warm. So I can't wait to get in it because I love a warm ocean. Right. So no, anyway, happy good. birthday. Good to, good to talk to you. And thank, thank you for you. sharing your special day with us. Thank you. So, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? So I, well, you know, I knew that that question was going to be the first question. And I think it was just like last week, I was thinking to myself, okay, I know she's going to ask this question. Where do I go back to? And what I actually ended up going back to is I think it was in 2018. I can't remember somebody that I know said, you got to look into this intermittent fasting thing. Now, again, coming from a nutrition background, because I am a holistic nutritionist, but I've also, I I was also a, a Weight Watchers coach for over 10 years. So nutrition has kind of been in my life for a long time. And they sent me a a link to this book. It was Eat, Stop, Eat. Oh yeah. Brad Pallon. Brad Pallon. I don't know if that was one of the first ones I read. I mean, because it's been out for a long time. He's updated it periodically, but. Right, right. So I started reading it. It was an ebook and, and I just, it's okay. I said, okay, let's try it. I'm, listen, I think I have literally since I have was 18 years old, been on a diet. I've never been like overweight to the point, like never really overweight, but just had a little bit of weight to lose kind of thing. And I've always been looking at, you know, finding ways to stay healthy and whatever. And I started reading this book and one of the things, so, and I followed the intermittent fasting maybe for like a week and a half. And I'm like, so I said to myself, why did I stop? What stopped me? Like, why didn't I just keep fasting? And then I went back the other day and I was looking at the book. And one of the things, one of the first things he talks about is how, you know, you start off and you do your fasting and, you know, your fast should have black coffee, water, sparkling water, or any type of soft drinks with artificial sweeteners or any type of drinks. And I'm like, that's it. There you go. That's yeah, Brad why. and I don't agree on that. I see that's also when you read the books that are old like that. The I call it like pre obesity code, right? <laughs> exactly. Anything that's before that, 
Brad really does, and he still might believe this today. He really does believe it's only about the calories. He talks about this, I think, in Eat Stop Eat, that it's just about the calories. And if you eat more calories, you'll, you know, whatever. And we know that obviously fuel is important. If you eat too much fuel, you'll gain weight, right? right. It's, it's a lot more complicated than a diet soda is not equivalent to black coffee in the body. Right. <laughs> we, right. we know that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I can read you the quote he said. It was, um, yeah. in the morning, start your day with a large glass of water. Black coffee and tea are also allowed during a fast. You may also find diet colas useful. And don't worry about having a small amount of artificial sweeteners during your fast. In my opinion, the health benefits of fasting far outweigh any worry about the small infrequent intake of artificial sweeteners. So- yeah, and he's just coming at it from the health perspective, it sounds like. Like artificial sweeteners, yeah, they're not great for you, but it's just a little bit, it won't matter. Yeah. Whereas when the obesity code came out in 2016, any talked about insulin response, I was like, what? Because I didn't understand. I'd never heard that before. Right, right. And then it suddenly made a lot lot of sense. And then I'm like, well, okay. And of course, it changes everything. Now, eat, stop, eat. I tried following that plan. Of course, I was also drinking diet sodas and all that at the time because it was way before the obesity came. But it was not enough fasting for my body. Right. So I found when I did that, I was like, saying to myself, like, why am I hungry? I'm fasting. And I guess, you know, you got to get your body has to adjust and you're going to be hungry and you're going to be hungry. And so that's why I kind of was only on it for probably a couple weeks. Yeah. And then I stopped. And then of course, I went back to following my Weight Watchers, which I've always gone back to and done. And it wasn't until actually, I call myself a, uh, when it comes to intermittent fasting, I call myself like a uh, an intermittent fasting COVID baby because <laughs> I started intermittent fasting on March 13th, 2020. And that was the day that the world shut down. Right. And I have to tell you, it was the best thing that has ever happened to me because being at home for an entire year and at the time, we lived in a in an apartment that was pretty small. It's just my husband and I. My kids are not at home anymore. And he was working in the dining room table. And my, my choices were either be in my bedroom or be in my kitchen. And if I had to be in my kitchen, I would be eating all day long and snacking all day long. And because I was intermittent fasting, it's like, okay, you can eat, but you can only eat when your window's open. So it actually has saved me through this whole pandemic of, of being a, of fasting and not not snacking. So it's been fantastic. So that's when it started. It really is huge. That that window, it's like not time to eat yet. Exactly. It's just like, oh, yeah, not eating right now. And when you mentally have that in your mind, mm-hmm. it's no question. It takes away the constant should I, could I? Exactly. Exactly. It was never like, oh, maybe I'll have just a little of this. I'll have just, no, it's like my window's closed. My window is open. So because I was a big go back for just a little more kind of snacker. That was me. Yes. Go back for a little (laughs) more. And then when there's only a little bit left in the bag, well, you might as well just finish the bag because then you're just going to, it's only a little bit left. Yes. I totally get that. (laughs) So yeah. So that was back in March of 2020. And I can honestly say as of today, I have done 485 clean fasts. Love it. 
Now, how did you make that transition from eat, stop, eat? Eat, stop, eat, he wants you to do like a few, maybe two 24-hour fasts a week and that's it. So it's not like a daily eating window. It's just, eh, you fast for 24 hours, then you just resume what you were doing until the next time you fast for 24 hours. Right. And it has worked beautifully for him. Brad Pallon has got an amazing physique. He's a, a bodybuilder. And this plan works really well for him. For me, like I said, it wasn't enough fasting. So what? how did you make the transition to a daily eating window? What got you there? Well, I mean, like I would mentioned before, like with, with Brad, I, I wasn't really on it for that long. It was kind right. of like dipping my toe in really quickly and, and seeing, oh, it's a little bit too cold. I'm going to take it out. It's not for me. I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to dive into that. But I had heard about intermittent fasting in 2020. Somebody had brought it up that they knew somebody that was doing it and was getting great success, but I didn't know what they were doing or what they were following, what protocol of intermittent fasting they were following but of course you just go on google and you and I at that point in 2020 I was really into podcasts and I started we have a home in Florida and I used to do water jogging in the pool every day so I have this big belt that I put on and uh, I would just put on a podcast and I would just listen to my podcast the entire time that I was that I was jogging. And so one day I just Googled intermittent fasting. And of course, yours and Melanie Avalon's podcast came up first, the intermittent fasting podcast. And I just started listening to it. And I was like, Oh, wow, this is really interesting. This is really interesting. And I love listening to the science part of it, too, because I have that nutrition background, right, and, and holistic nutrition. And then of course, I came across your intermittent fasting stories. And then I started at, actually, it's funny because I remember the first one that I looked up. Actually, no, it was the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. It started at number two. Right. And I remember sending in an email to you guys saying, where's number one? And there was no number one. Like, I never heard, like, a number, your first podcast, which was really interesting. Yeah, I'm not really even sure what happened. There were some kind of technical difficulties, and we lost it. Yeah, that's so funny. So... And then from there, of course, I the first thing I did is an audiobook listener. I'd rather listen to books and then read them. And so I I got um, Delay Don't Deny. That was my first book that I listened to. And then from there, it was Obesity Code. And then it was uh, Fast Five. And then of course, Fast Beast Repeat came out, which was a, is like is like my, my I, I carry that with me wherever I go. Oh, it's just such a special well, thank book. You. I also read, and it's funny because again being at home all the time, nothing to do kind of thing. I was walking a lot. So I was listening to all these audiobooks. Power of um, Appetite Correction. So that was another really good one. And I just finished, actually, funny enough, I ordered uh, Feast Without Fear. Oh, yeah. And I just finished that one the other day. And I'm thinking, because that one's like pretty far back. Yeah, I right? read that in 2017. You know, the whole story of that one, a lot of people don't even know about Feast Without Fear. And it was in um, the story of it is in, you know, in 2016, I wrote Delay Don't Deny and then was running the Facebook groups. But of course, I didn't tell people what to eat in Delay Don't Deny, right? And of course, I never tell people exactly what to eat because we're all different, which I know now. But It was the early days of like keto was taking off and a lot of people were like coming into intermittent fasting from the keto world and the arguments were insane. 
from people. They would come into a intermittent fasting groups and say, if you're not doing keto, you're wasting your time. If you're <laughs> eating any carbs at all, you cannot get in ketosis. Everyone <laughs> must be low carb. Everyone must eat low carb or your why even fast? And it's the anyway. And then the, the other people would come along. Well, I am, you know, a vegetarian and I don't eat. And the people would just argue. It was like terrible. We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium and specifically magnesium breakthrough by by optimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portioned and prepped quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced proteins, and chef-designed recipes in every box for satisfying, nourishing, and convenient meals that fit in beautifully to my cleanish lifestyle, and the food is totally window-worthy. Tonight, we're having barbecue sweet potato tacos with cabbage and carrot slaw, black beans, corn, and cheesy tortillas, and they come with Green Chef's chimichurri sauce. So good. Go to greenchef.com slash ifstories50 and use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash ifstories50. And don't forget to use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. So I'm like, you know, there's really got to be an answer to this. I, so I, because I'd read so many diet books and, right. and they all have such good theories behind them, but you know, how could they all be right? But you know, who's right, who's wrong? So I started digging into the research, trying to uncover what is really what we, what is the best. Right. And that led me, the more I researched, it led me down the path of we're all different. Of course, I talk about that in Feast Without Fear. And that's just my very, very beginner foray into. Right. And I looked at it now and I'm like, that was not, I was proud of that book for a long time, but I read it part of it recently and I was like, this is just not as good. <laughs> I'm a much better writer now. Oh, well, it was still enjoyable. It was still well, enjoyable. Good, I'm glad. It was enjoyable enough for me to keep reading it because like I mentioned, I'm an audiobook person and I kept looking, why is this not on audio? Why can't I listen to this on audio? But it was an easy read and it wasn't such a long book, but it was enjoyable. I'm still proud of it and it's got good information in it. It does. So. It definitely has. You know, it also it just makes you realize that one size doesn't fit all exactly. and everybody is different. And, you know, I think you mentioned this on one of your podcasts recently and I was laughing because we were talking, you talk about how like they've come out with these diet books and recipe books for intermittent fasting, or you see products in the store that says, oh, this is great for intermittent fasting. And I'm thinking, what? 
what? What, what do you mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to sell intermittent fasting water yeah. <laughs> with my face on it. And you know what? You would probably make a lot of money doing it. So <laughs> I'm not really going to do that, everybody. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm sure I could. People really, you know, bless our hearts, me included. We want there to be something that you have to get because we all remember, you know, starting a diet, like whether it's Weight Watchers or keto or low fat or the blood type diet, whatever diet it is, you get started on day one and you go get your special stuff. Mm -hmm. The special thing, whatever it is, the grocery store, you clear your cabinets out, you buy something, you need a supplement. Intermittent fasting is not like that. You do not need to buy a thing. In fact, you buy less. Buy don't don't buy creamer, don't buy sweetener. I know it's, it's free. It's intermittent fasting is free. It's like so you talk about going out and buying everything. It's like it's like the first day of school and you have to go buy all your school supplies, right? Yeah. And you start out fresh yeah. and you're all excited. And that's why you're gonna be successful. Exactly. You, get an app. Okay, get an app, people. I will say buy an app if you want to. Get a free app. Actually, you don't even have to buy it. But yeah. the one thing that really people always want electrolytes because there's this whole mindset of everyone must be supplementing with electrolytes. And I don't think that I don't supplement with electrolytes during the fast. There's like a million of them now. Right. People are raking in the money. So talking about um, diets. So, you know, and I, and I had mentioned at the beginning that I feel like I've been on a diet since I was 18 years old. I've never been off a diet. I've always been on a diet and growing up, like I, I mentioned, like I'm, I wasn't really a heavy, heavy child. And it wasn't until I was 18 until I started working. And I worked in as a, a dental assistant at the time. And I worked in a shopping plaza that had a very popular Mexican restaurant. And I used to go there every single day, five days a week for lunch. And I had the same waiter, I sat at the same table, I ate the same food. I remember it was a soft burrito and uh, unlimited chips and salsa. And oh, yeah. that's where I gained all my weight. That's where it started. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I actually was just doing something. It was one of the one of the home delivery meals and they had you, they wanted you to make your own like tortillas or something. And so they sent you the round tortillas and you're supposed to cut them up and then like, I don't know, make them. Into, I don't, I was like, no, I'm not making these into yeah. tortillas. I'm just going to wrap the stuff in and eat it like a regular tortilla. But then I realized how many tortillas we eat when we eat tortilla oh, chips? I was just like, I wouldn't sit down and eat a pack of tortillas. Exactly. But that's really what we're doing with tortilla chips. Exactly. Because exactly. they like fry them up. I mean, I think they're just regular tortillas that they cut and fry up, right? I could be wrong. No, that's basically what they do. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so that's, that's why what... they're, you know, triangular because they start off round. And I'm like, we're eating. Okay. So then I just had a whole new thought about chips and also, which I still love. I but. know, me too, me too. <laughs> so, so in terms of, like, so I've been on um, Weight Watchers, yeah, Betty Craig, Nutrisystem, Suzanne Summers. I did that one. South Beach. Yeah. Do you remember Susan Powder? Oh yeah, I did hers. I actually just recently bought her books again at a thrift bookstore because they were there. And I was Stop like, the insanity. I don't think I ever had her books before. I think I just watched her infomercial yeah. or something or she had like a, I don't know. But I, I was like, I want to read what she says, you know, because some people do better, especially after having my, um, my Zoe results and realizing my body doesn't do as well with as much fat. You know, I went, I wanted to really see what she had to say. And some of it was wacky. But <laughs> But we believed it back then. Well, but but you know, I'm a lot of what she says is you know real food. Again, real food 
and like in the whole low fat era, the people that were writing the books, if you go back and look at them, like the Tea Factor Diet and Susan Powder, they weren't telling us to eat ultra processed low fat foods. We did that ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. We went and bought those products, but real food, lower fat is, is not a bad right idea. Exactly. I was also on Ducan. I don't know if you've heard of the Ducan. Yeah, I tried that one. It was the worst for me. Did you like that one? No, no, did not like that one. I was not, did Atkins. I did. I actually, it's funny enough and, and I'm thankful for it, but I did the whole 30 and you know, it's an elimination diet. It's not a weight loss diet. But the great thing that I got out of the whole 30 was drinking my coffee black. And so when I started intermittent fasting, um, that was the easiest transition for me because like I had been doing it for years since whole 30, I took out the milk and the sweetener of my coffee. I never went back. So that was really, really great. And then in Canada, I don't know if there, if it is in the US, but there's a diet called Dr. Bernstein. I don't know if, the, if you've heard of Dr. Bernstein. What does he do? Like, what is the, so the premise? So he's very low calorie. Okay. No, I don't know that and one. And we used to have to go every day to his office. Now, it wasn't him technically. It's just he's the brand. And okay. they had satellite yeah. places all over Canada. And we used to have to get our urine tested. And then they used to give us... I think it was like, they never told us what was in it, which is crazy that we never even looked into this. We just went and got our, these needles in our stomach okay. or our behinds of like, I did one so something. much like that. It was the Howard diet. It was, it was an American doctor. I don't know where they had a lot of clinics. It might've just been in Georgia, but you would go lipotropic. You would go and get your lipotropic shot. Right, once a week, crazy, and then they had these snack packs you could buy and protein chips to take with you, and they were so gross. So I had heard that the reason why they give you these these injections was because like the caloric intake that you were doing was so low. I think they put you on like eight hundred calories a day or something that you needed energy to like be able to function. So I did that for a while, and then it's just like, yeah, I had a conversation with. a whole bunch of friends a couple years ago. And I said, you know, are we ever going to get to a point in our lives where we can just live and just be and not have to worry about dieting and what we put in our mouth and what we eat and, and how much we can eat and all that. And we we were laughing about it. Like, is it, or is this just something that is just going to be part of us for the rest of our lives? But then I found intermittent fasting. Exactly. And you just actually answered all those questions that you don't have to. You just get to live. And you you, you're, live. you've been a professional dieter, really. I have. I have that. Yeah. And that is, you know, you were able to. I was a professional dieter who quit a lot. (laughs) But that was my problem because I am not good at it. As many times as I did it, I could do it, but I I lost my stamina, right? Like I could go hard with a diet for, you know, a short period of time or even like, you know, a couple weeks, whatever. And then I would rebound. So I was one of those people that just could not white knuckle my way through the diet for long, long enough to actually get and stay. But you, you did it. You I did it. You did it. And I was great at starting every diet, but then was I, was I great at finishing every diet? But that's the thing. Like a diet is like, there's a start, there's a start and then there's a stop. So then it's like, what do you do after you stop? Like when you, let's say you get to your goal weight, whatever that might be, what do you do at when it's over? And that's where like, 
intermittent fasting is, I don't think there's ever been, if I look back at all the diets that I've done, and the ones that I named are probably just a little snippet. There's, I, I'm sure there's at least 10 more that I've done over the oh, years gosh, yeah. Yeah. that I, that I don't even remember the names of them, but this intermittent fasting is the first way of eating. So I'm not, it's not even a diet. So I'm not even going to put it in the category of a diet that I've consistently done and done effortless effort, totally effortless. Like it doesn't even like, I don't wake up every morning and say to myself, okay, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to eat today? And I remember you saying that one time on one of your podcasts that dieting is, is exhausting. Yeah. And that it's like, you know, when you have to think about, okay, what am I going to eat at this meal? What am I going to eat at this meal? Okay. I can eat this, but I have to not eat this because I'm going out for a big dinner. Like it's mentally exhausting. And I finally am at that point now where I'm not exhausted about thinking about what I'm going to eat. It's so freeing. I have to tell you. It really is freeing. Yesterday I drove to the beach and we're selling a condo. And so I've got to get it ready to sell and move everything to the house. (laughs) And I'm I'm moving stuff from the house to the condo, from the condo to the house. It is a lot of work that I have to do. So I drove to the beach almost four hours in the fasted state. And then I like all my toiletries were at the condo. So I had to bring them to the house and like my clothes because we'd been, you know, I just, we hadn't been renting that condo. So I worked until 7 p.m. after driving here and just worked and worked and worked and worked. And I didn't have to eat or think about food. And then finally, I still didn't have any food. And I was like, you know, because I was driving a load bag from the condo to the house. And I was like, you know, I could go to the grocery store and get something and make something for dinner that's nutritious and my body would be happy. It's like, but it's late and I don't feel like it. So I went to McDonald's. I had a Big Mac and fries. Okay, that's not what I eat every day. But it was no stress. I wasn't like, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, this is bad. I was like, I'm just, I've worked hard today. I got to have just some fuel in my body so I can sleep. And I just don't have any more energy to prepare a meal right now. And I don't have any food in the fridge. Exactly. (laughs) And it didn't, I didn't even, yeah. And it was like no big deal. Now today I'm really excited. There's a great farmer's market stand down, you know, not too far from here. So I'm going to go and load up on fresh summer vegetables. I'm really excited. I'm going to make a tomato sandwich. That's one of my favorite things to do. I'm going to eat, eat better you know, more nutritious. When I say better, I mean more nutritious food. I didn't get a lot of nutrients out of that McDonald's meal, but I needed something quick and there was no stress. Exactly. Exactly. You don't, you're not going to beat yourself up about it afterwards and say, why did I, should I, shouldn't I, shouldn't I, you know what I, it's just such a nice feeling, I think. I was physically exhausted. I mean, I thought about walking down. There's this pizza restaurant that has really good homemade pizzas with high quality ingredients on it. And I thought about walking down there. I'm like, I'm just too tired. I don't want to go somewhere and eat. I just want something fast. Right, right. So that's what I did. And it was okay. Yeah. And so the freedom of that is just amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that the first thing I noticed when I started intermittent fasting and I was like, and I actually noticed it before I even knew what it was, was my energy levels. I just remember going for a walk one day and I felt like I was like bouncing. Like my, I had like this bounce in my step. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, like this is like, I feel great. I feel amazing. I feel good. I have so much energy in the morning. And then I think that's when I read about it after I, after I'm like, oh, okay. 
this is the effect of intermittent fasting. And it's funny because people say to me, how can you inter- how can you fast for so long? You must be exhausted. You have no energy. And I'm like, no, I have more It's the energy. opposite. Absolutely opposite. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> like total. I know that after I eat, I'm exhausted. Yeah. It's almost like I, I need to take a nap after I eat, right? And really, honestly, I came home and I had been moving boxes back and forth. And when I got got home after I had eaten, I had to move more boxes and I had way less stamina at that point after I had eaten. I was like, oh, now I don't want to bring it. Then yeah. I had the whole day I could just go, go, go. People were like, like would see me loading my car in the parking lot at the condo. They're like, do you need help? I'm like, no, I don't need help. I'm great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I was like, I wish I had some help. <laughs> after eating. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, our body has to break that energy down. You know, yes, we're taking in energy from the food, but it's not like immediately we're not like we got our body has to do a lot of work on that food. And that takes a lot of energy to digest it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was like the first thing I think I noticed when I started intermittent fasting. The other thing I noticed is I had this like thing on, I had these bumps on the back of my arms. Oh yeah. I used to have those. And it was, it's called, I think, keratosis pilaris. Yeah. And it's like um, these little tiny bumps. Like mm-hmm. if somebody looked at my arms, they probably wouldn't really see them, but, but you could feel them. You could feel them. And I used to have those. And are yours gone? Yeah. I can't remember when I had them and when they went away. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but I mean, I definitely don't have them, but I've had them in the past and I haven't had them. It's got to be the intermittent fasting. It has to be because my, my, the back of my arms are completely smooth now. I remember I'm like, where are those bumps? That's like, wow, that's really cool. The other really cool thing that happened was I um I'd had some issues with my neck and I went to this holistic doctor and he put me through this whole battery of tests like blood work like more tests that I've ever had in my entire life and one of the tests that he did and I didn't even ask for it was the fasting insulin test oh that's awesome because doctors don't routinely do that no like do your he just blood. did it well it was all part of his whole like okay. well he's a holistic kind of guy yeah. so there, he so knows he yeah. knows right he, and when I told him that I was intermittent fasting so when I when I had this conversation with him about my test results he said I cannot believe because I'm talking to probably I never seen such healthy blood work before I love it and you know it's unfortunate because I didn't have my blood work done before yeah, me too. I feel the same way. I'm not complaining because my blood work now is like completely like every test was like normal, 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 normal. So my fasting insulin, I mean, I don't know if numbers mean much, but I mean, it was 5.8 and, wow. and yep. normal is between two and 20, whatever yep. that is. So, yeah. And actually I will, will say that is that normal range up to 20 is bad. Yeah. I mean, that is not that. I mean, when I say bad, it is not optimal. Right. When you start getting above seven and eight, okay, it might be normal, but look around. Normal is insulin resistant right now. Right. Right. You know, so when you start getting above seven and eight, that is not optimal. Right. That that's that's high levels of insulin. Yeah. So yours is fabulous. Mine was under five at at some point under five. And I I drank black coffee before I went and I shouldn't have. I would like to get another fasted insulin with just water beforehand. I wasn't even thinking about it. I just got up, did my normal thing, drank my coffee, went and got my results. And 
because, you know, coffee does does cause you to dump glycogen from your liver. And actually, I know I could probably tell you for sure that I did drink black coffee before I went for that test because I know the time of the day of the test and, the, and they never told me to completely fast. So I they never said not to. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is which is quite interesting. So that made me feel really, really good. Like it was just okay, so that's good. That that's working. I really like that. I so in terms of like, so, you know, people start intermittent fasting a lot of times because they think it's the diet, and then they think they're going to lose weight, right? So that's kind of where they go into it head first. And, and we talk about the fact that it's a health, it's a way of improving your health with a side effect of weight loss. So, you know, I, I've lost probably since March of 2020, maybe 15 pounds, which is, you know, not a drastic amount of weight, but I didn't have a drastic amount of weight to lose. But right. the healing that I've gotten from the inside, you know, seeing that my blood work is so good and feeling great. And and I dropped three clothing sizes. If, if that, See, wanted. that's amazing. For 15 pounds. Uh, it, it just blew me three away. Three clothing sizes. Yeah, yeah. It blew me away. And I was like, what is going on? My body is completely changed, but not reflective on the of the scale. Yeah. Body recomposition. I, I'm telling you, I don't care about the pounds. I, I right. And, and talking about not caring about the pounds. So I was also in a really serious relationship with my scale. Mm-hmm. And I decided after hearing about the shape of scale that I was breaking up with my scale. And I went out and I bought a shape of scale. And it has been so amazing and so freeing. I absolutely love it. And I have not looked at a number mm-hmm. since last November. Yeah, it's it's so much freedom. I used that shape of scale. I really enjoyed using it. Then my year ran out and I'm like, eh, I just don't need it. So I didn't renew. But it is a great tool. If I were trying to lose weight, I would re-up it and try, you know. It's amazing. I mean, I'm not, I don't need to lose weight. But, yeah. you know, I wish I'd have had that back when I was trying to lose weight and when I, you know, when I was on the weight loss end of my journey and, or even years ago. Yeah. Uh, You know, when I worked as a WW Weight Watchers coach, I mean, everybody was like, everything was about the scale. Like the scale was the one and only indicator of whether they were successful or not on, on the program. And it was such a frustrating thing from my, like from just, I just inside, like I knew people were doing their best and they were trying and then they would get on that scale and they wouldn't give them what they wanted to see. And they would be just like totally devastated. And then that would just affect everything. So, you know, not knowing a number, I just feel like, so like, you know, I get on it and if it's okay, if it's, if it's not green, it's, if it starts to turn light gray, gray you know, okay. Yeah. It's time to like, just kind of, you know, look at what I'm eating and, and looking, you know, I knew that my window, my, my fasting time has been perfect in terms of, so it's funny when you and Melanie were talking a couple of weeks ago on a podcast, you were talking like one of you is like team eating window and one of you is team fasting, fasting window, right? Yeah. So I'm sorry to say that I'm team fasting window. <laughs> I don't even mind though. You know, Um, it's whatever, whatever is your best way. For me, I needed the breaks on my time of eating. Right. So for me, it's just worked out where I do my fasting time and Mm -hmm. it's, and it's anywhere from 18 to 20 hours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's 21 and sometimes it's, it's, it's 18. And as long as I satisfy that 
fasting window, uh, that fasting window, that fasting my, time, my, mm-hmm. my eating window can be anywhere from like four hours to seven hours. Yeah. And, and that's the, the thing I also love about intermittent fasting is that I don't have to stick by a time limit. So my life is not guided by my fasting. So if right. I want to go out for dinner with friends and, and close my window at nine o'clock, I just know the next day that I'll just start eating a little bit later. And if I want to go out for brunch and open my window earlier, that's okay because the next day, you know what, I just, I just time it that way. You just way. flex it. It's yeah. totally flexible. I'm definitely planning to have some brunch while I'm here by myself right now, but I have a friend coming at the end of the week and then another friend, Sherry. Sherry is coming. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, so we're going to be filming. I think we're uh, filming. We don't film. I, know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we're going to be recording life lessons, I think, from here. We're going to try to do oh, it. We've never been in the same location for that. And then my son, Will, is coming. He's never been oh, that's to the house, awesome. so he'll come and visit. So there will be some brunch Wow. In my future. That's very cool. So the other thing I noticed, and this is actually a really cute story. I bought a pair of jean shorts not long after I got married. And I've been married, uh, what, 20? Um, oh, next year. Well, I just celebrated 30. Okay, so, so it'll, yeah. So I'll be celebrating we were talking beforehand. We're like right. the same age. You got married a year after I did. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So you bought, you've had these for a long time. Okay, so I bought these jean shorts a long time ago, and they fit me maybe for like six months. 1992, right? Okay, so that's long I've had these jean shorts for. And I've always said to my, and I loved them, and I always said I wanted to. Are they super like pleated? Do they have pleats? No, but they have a cuff. Okay. And they're like, okay. And they're, they're not short, puffy, and they're pretty short, and they're low waisted, and and they're not puffy. No, I have no. puffy shorts. I remember from back those. Then. I remember yeah. those. But anyways, <laughs> so I only fit into them for about six months, but I never got rid of them. And mm-hmm. I would always like every summer I would pull them out and put them in the drawer, and it's like okay, I'm gonna because again, like I mentioned before, I've always been on a diet, right? So I'm always gonna. There's one day I'm gonna fit into them. These 1992 jean shorts are gonna fit me. One day, yes, exactly. And so I would bring them in, bring them up into, into my drawer every season, every summertime, and then they would just sit there. And then I would move them into my storage for the winter, and then I would bring them back, and then I would bring, and bring them back. And then we bought this home in Florida. So I used to bring them to Florida, hoping that while I'm there, I'll lose weight, and I'll be able to, you know, fit into them back and forth. Finally, finally, about a year ago, I put them in a basket because I said, okay, done. I will never fit into these shorts. This is before I started intermittent fasting. And they were sitting in a basket in Florida and uh, to donate. And uh, then we got the, then the pandemic hit and I had to rush home from Florida back to Toronto because our prime minister was saying, everybody come back to Canada, come yeah. back to Canada. And I left them there. And I wasn't in Florida for almost a year. I because I assumed, oh, the pandemic will be over in a couple of weeks. I can come back to yeah, Florida. That's what we thought. I left all my clothes there. Like I left everything yep. there, thinking that I was gonna gonna be back shortly. Two weeks to slow the curve, exactly. right? Or to flatten the curve. So finally, last uh, just this past January, I went back down to Florida and I was looking in that, I was like, what's that basket on the floor? And I started going through these clothes. Oh, these are the clothes that I wanted to donate. And I saw those yeah. shorts at the bottom of the pile that I was supposed to get rid of. And I said, you know what? I'm going to pull those out and I'm going to see. I tried them on. They fit. I did them up. Amazing. I had room in them. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't yeah. believe it. 
Well, you know, I, I feel like intermittent fasting does take us back to the body that we had. And you know, I've got a pair of shorts that this, I don't know why I saved them. They, they are from The Gap. They're size eight, because that just shows how sizes have changed over oh time. Gosh, but they're size sure. eight khaki pleated Gap shorts that I wore in probably 1995 before I had kids. And they fit me around the waist. So I have the same size waist that I had, you know, in, in 1995. And, but they're like my thighs and my butt, all that are smaller. So they're very like, I don't know, maybe they fit me like this then, but I doubt it. Like there's so much room in the shorts, except that they fit me on in the waist. But, you know, why we held on to these shorts, but it's, it's, it's fun to really compare our bodies to the bodies we had that long ago. Exactly. It's so nice. It's really, really, really nice. It's just, yeah. So that made me feel so good. So now I have this like extra pair of shorts. So they're my honesty shorts, just like you have your honesty pants. I have my honesty shorts. So this podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Yeah. And so you don't need to, I don't need a scale. I just need my shorts. It's exactly right. That's exactly right. I, I have, I was feeling a little snug in, in mine just recently. And I was like, all right, just tighten up a little bit. That was it. Exactly. Tighten up a little bit. And it had been, I'd been at the beach for two weeks and I'd been pretty flexible at the beach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, I needed to be home eating at home and then, it, you know, it went back to normal. Exactly. No, it's really been fantastic. I think the most frustrating part of, it's not even about intermittent fasting is that, you know, you have people in your life that you know would benefit so right. much from intermittent for fasting. For the health for the reasons. Health. Forget about the health. Not reasons. even just the weight. I've got some family members like that that are very close to, and I love them. And if they would just do it, give it a try. But they think it's hard. They think it's going to be hard. And they think they have to eat when they wake up. Yeah, yeah that, yes. And that's funny because my husband, he was also of that mindset. Like he's like, oh, he wakes up. I got to eat. I got to eat. I got, and I'm like, you don't have to eat. I said, you know, you're not going to fade away if you if you don't eat breakfast, whatever. And and I think by us being home together for so long during the pandemic, because he works from home now, I was eating dinner earlier. I started eating dinner earlier because for me, I felt better closing my window earlier than later. 
because I know once my window is closed, the thought of food doesn't even cross my mind. So, and that took a while to come along as well. So I said to him, like, you can eat with me or you can eat later. So he started eating earlier with me and then he started intermittent fasting. So, which was really nice because the two of us could do it together. And his window has always been the same, 17-7, 17-7, 17 He's always done that. And he's lost weight and he's happy with it. So he's been doing intermittent fasting probably since November of 2020. So that's worked okay. out really, really well. But, you know, talk, getting back to what we were mentioning before about people like in your life, like I just wish they would trust the program, you know? And, you know, some of them have tried it and said, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. And the other frustrating part is that they only do it for a couple of short time. And they're yeah. like, oh, I didn't lose any weight. It's it's not working. It's not working. And I'm like, mm, but there's so much going on inside your body. You don't understand. There's so much healing yeah. going on. And that's the frustrating thing, I think, I think. And, I, and that's probably the, the educator in me from being a holistic oh, yeah. nutritionist, right? So, you know just wanting to get it out there to people. And, and, you know, I don't tell people unless they ask me, you know, what are you doing? Why you look so great? You look so good. So, yeah. And I remember it's funny. We're always planting the seeds though, right? Oh, definitely planting the seeds. Right. I remember I, a couple months ago, uh, I met up with a girlfriend of mine who I hadn't seen in a couple years and we met for coffee and we sat down and I looked, I go, you look fantastic. Like you, what have you been doing? Like, what have you done? You've lost, like I can tell you, you've lost so much weight. She said, Melanie, I found the fountain of youth. I said, okay, like where, where do I buy it? Tell me, I want to buy it. She says, I have been intermittent fasting for over a year. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? I said, so have I. And she looked fantastic. She says, it's yeah. been a life changer for her. So it's, I didn't even know she was doing it because I hadn't seen her, but, and then, it was just like, she's, it's totally changed her life. Yeah. And she calls it the fountain of youth. She says, I feel like that too. I, she says, yeah. I think that I like, I think I have a chapter called that in Fast Feast Repeat maybe. Oh, okay. I don't Do that. I? I don't know. Or maybe I was going to, I can't remember <laughs> if it's called, I haven't looked at that book in a while. Is that bad? My brain is full of cleanish. Oh, I cannot wait. I've pre-ordered that. I think it's really good. Thank you. My yeah, after I talked about, you know, Feast Without Fear is not as good as I remembered. <laughs> but I think Cleanish is really good. My um, my editor's very excited about it. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to read it. I'm, I really am too, because you know, it's not a weight loss book. No, and it's not an intermittent fasting book. It's a live a healthy life book. And that's, well, it's all about lifestyle, right? So... Well, because really, it's it's the journey of of where I am and the freedom of not having to diet to lose weight. But now I'm I'm very interested in as I'm getting older. You and I are both getting older, and we want to be healthy. And you know, the pandemic has shown us that being healthy is great for our immune system. A hundred percent. And so many people that have had really really poor outcomes with Corona with COVID. Yeah. It's been because they have all all of these underlying conditions. And so we we don't just want to be fitting into our honesty shorts. No, exactly. I want to be healthy and, and not sick. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, not to say that 52 is old because it's not. Looking at, looking at both of us, I mean, I don't think we like, yes. But, <laughs> you know, I see people around me and, and they're starting to get health issues at my age. 
uh, or a little bit older. And I'm thinking, I, I don't want to deal with that. I, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I want to be as healthy as I can for my kids, for my, you know, potential future grandchildren. And I just, I just want to be healthy and live an active life and be able to do everything that I've always wanted to do and not feel like I'm going to be, you know, not, I'm not going to have to uh, not be able to do it because I'm not in great shape. Right. There's no, I feel exactly. like there's no, it's all in my control. It's what I can control. And if I can control this and be healthy, then that's what I'm going to do. Exactly. And that, that's where the cleanish going down that path has taken me and realizing it really does make a huge difference. Absolutely. You know, you know what we not only just what we put into our bodies, but we on our bodies, what we clean with. You know, I've got my favorite cleaning products. I brought them down to the beach yeah, now. That's so great. that's great. Oh, amazing. <laughs> you know, just it really, really is. And just knowing that that I'm, I'm helping my body to to naturally detox right. through. You know, you don't have to do a detox. You're naturally doing it yeah, through the fasting. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. I'm sure today my body's clearing out that McDonald's or whatever. <laughs> But that's okay. My body knows how to do that. Exactly. Today I'm going to put some fruits and vegetables in there to to really assist with that. Absolutely. Those phytonutrients are so important. So I can't wait for people to read Cleanish, and I hope that they, I hope that you all like it because I'm so proud of it. And my editor really, she's like, this is way better than than Fast Feast Repeat. I'm like, awesome. Oh my, I didn't think that could be possible. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> I hope people like it. But again, it's it's you know everyone figuring out their own way. I don't tell you these are the things to avoid. These are the things you have to do. This you know you develop your own definition of what it means to eat mostly clean, and your own definition of what it means to live mainly clean. And you're figuring out what do you want to avoid, what do you want to bring in. So it's it's very empowering. And you know Chad has very different ideas about what he. <laughs> Will and won't like like he wanted me to buy him some jelly or some jams and preserves or something. And he's like, get the organic preserves. And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that you're getting the organic. And he's like, well, it's because. And he's like, and I'm like, you don't have to explain to me why organic. <laughs> I just wrote a book on that. <laughs> exactly. But it wasn't really about the chemicals as much as like, well, it's not much more expensive. And so I, I figure I might as well. And I'm like, you don't have to explain it to me. I don't care if it costs more. I'll <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's a little more like farther down the other direction than I right, am. You know, right. I'm like organic dairy. He's like, this butter's cheaper, you know, so we're trying to find our balance. <laughs> His definition of cleanish is exactly not the same as mine, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the beach, don't tell him I buy the expensive organic butter. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to your we, podcast anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I could say whatever I want. Exactly. <laughs> But at home, you know, I'm like, we have to get the store brand organic butter and okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I go all out. I get the grass fed, the organic. Is he, wow. Bless his heart. He's very cost conscious. And I respect that. Of course. Of course. That's great. That's great. You got to have the balance, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So tell me what it means to be a holistic nutritionist. Well, a holistic nutritionist is someone who believes that you could get obviously all your nutrition through eating whole foods mm -hmm. and that you can heal your body through eating whole whole foods. Okay. So it's uh it, it was it was a fa fantastic course that I took probably about 7 or 8 years ago and it really taught me a lot about healing your body through food. And it made a really big impact. And it's just trying to 
get people to move away from eating processed foods and and making choices, you know, like not so far off from from your your new book, Cleanish, about you know using or uh, you know organic, um, not using harsh chemicals on your body and things like that. So it's just it's basically a holistic eating is just a way of life of eating naturally, you know, and and you know supplementing where you're deficient, right? So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the produce and things that are being grown in the world right now, you know, they they also add a lot of chemicals to the soil and things like that. And, and sometimes a lot of the nutrients are depleted from from some of the food. And they're also breeding the new the new what they've they've bred the vegetables to grow big and fast. And how to do they do that? The yield. They have to do something to do that, right? They don't. Well, when do they that. when they grow big and when they grow fast, they don't have the nutrients. That's why that tomato tastes watery. Exactly. That you get at the grocery store because it's like beautiful and big and exactly. juicy and does not have the nutrients. So funny that you say that because here up at this cottage that we're renting on the stairs going up to inside the cottage, she has all these like tomato plants all the way up. And like, and I just like the other day there was this really, really beautiful red one. And I just like grabbed this little grape tomato and I tasted it. And I was like, Oh wow. Like that's real. That hasn't been, that hasn't been on a track that hasn't been in a store that hasn't traveled whatever. Like it is real right off the thing. They taste so much better. Chad has grown some tomatoes this year and they're really weird. He's grown them in these pots because our backyard's all under construction where he normally would grow them. We don't have, but I've been, I watch them every day and when one looks ready, I'll pull it off. It just, it'll be warm from the sun. It's amazing. And I'll take it straight inside, wash it off, slice it up. And it just, you just know you're doing something good for your body. I bought, um, I have an arrow garden in my, in Toronto. I just started growing romaine and it just flourished so quickly. And, and they were probably, I would say about six, seven inches high. But when you go to a grocery store and buy a romaine lettuce, like they're like a foot long, right? And they're not even like really green. And I cut them off right off and I made a salad. I'm like, this is like, I can't believe how fresh this is. Like it's beyond when you eat real produce. Like, you know, I think one day in my retirement, I want to just live off the land, you know, it's just everything just tastes so much better. It really is better. And that I talk about this in, in Cleanish as well. It really, really is better. And it has more nutrients. When, you know, when we can eat the organic foods that are not genetically modified, that have not been bred to be fast growing, right. you know, the, the ugly fruit, right? The ugly tomato, exactly. maybe, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and but it's I learned when I when I interviewed Todd White from Dry Farm Wines, you know, they dry farm that the way they farm the wines you know they're not irrigated and so the great plants have to be hardy and they have to survive and they have to you know that they they're stronger right right? and so the same with our with our bodies but the same with the the foods that are not you know full of pesticides those those tomatoes have had to be they've had to survive when I was in school, I remember one of the one of the instructors taught us like when you go look at the produce, don't look for the perfect, smooth, colorful. Like look for the one that has little nicks on it or whatever. That means they went to battle. 
that produce went to battle and they fought <laughs> and they won and they survived and they're strong. And they said, that's the food. Those are the, that's the produce you should be looking for. The ones that have the blemishes on them and all those things. Those are the good ones to eat, but those are the ones we yeah. don't. Right. So really exactly. Funny. Yep. It really, really is. So we are almost out of time. I know I, we could talk for another oh, hour. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> I have other things I want to ask you, but what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? Okay. So one, okay. So let's start with the first one. So what okay. I would tell somebody is trust the process and it's not, you know, it, it works. It's science-based. It's, you have to just be patient because you will see results. You know, it's not something that you ingest and take and you have to, you know, it, you know, if you don't take it, it's not going to work. It's the process works. It's backed up by science and you will see results. You just have to be patient. Right. So that's, that's what I would tell somebody what I would do if I was, if what I would do differently, I would have taken before pictures. Oh yeah. Because that was my, like, that was the one thing like, cause you know, you start off, I've, I've been dieting my whole life. So, or, you know, at least for 20 something, 30 years, I never thought that I would get to this point, right? Cause you tried so many diets and you failed. So I never started thinking this is going to be the one lifestyle right. that's going to take me through the rest of my life. So I never really took any pictures or measurements or anything like that. But honestly, that to me that now, like, I know how I look now. I know how I feel now. I feel great. I think I look good and I'm healthy. And that to me is the most important thing, just being healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, Melanie, it's been so nice getting to know you over this past hour. And thank you for sharing your story. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you very much. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.